Good evening, everybody. Back again Wednesday night after a, a great uh, episode 96 with Mark Muldrow last night. Um, really look forward to this chat with episode 97 of So What's Been Happening. It's uh, Wednesday the 30th of August. Can't believe August is kind of already done. Uh, the year's kind of really rolling on now. So we're heading pretty close to episode 100 now, uh, episode 97 tonight. Um, with Chris Carapetta. So this is an exciting one. Another uh, Americana country style uh, singer. And it's been fantastic that Chris Hamilton um, has been kind enough to um, unleash his suite of um, musicians that he uh, helps publicize. Um, so thank you, Chris, for uh, being involved in this, in this process and approaching me uh, to have a chat to these guys. I really enjoyed these uh, chats as uh, some of our other friends and um, people that jumped on and commented um, afterwards, uh, even after last night's show. Um, and the great part was Mark uh, said there was a little spike in his album sales overnight, which was fantastic to hear. So hopefully we can do the same for Chris. And if not, straight away uh, into the future. Um, it's great to bring new people on and new names. And, and this is how this kind of whole podcast got going and started was to um, reach out and, and see who's around and, and promote music most importantly. But talk to artists and fellow friends and all pick up a couple pick up on a couple of things that uh, you may not know uh, about Chris as well so we look forward to uh, bringing him up now um, Mr. Chris Carapetta welcome Chris to episode 97 of so what's been happening uh, hopefully welcome back Chris well, I got you this time Chris I'm here now okay beautiful no problem sorry about that a little for some weird Internet glitch uh, happens occasionally when bring you up and uh, no audio. So uh, thanks for jumping back on so quickly. All good. All good. So firstly, well, let's kick off again uh, with episode 97 of So What's Been Happening. Uh, Chris Carapetta, uh, fantastic to spend a little bit of time with you tonight on a, on a Wednesday night. Where traditionally would you be on a Wednesday night if you weren't uh, here talking to me in the studio? Um, I've... Often there's there's gigs on in Sydney on Wednesday nights that I would attend, so that's 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 a common thing I would do. But um, it's yep. a bit wet and miserable tonight, so I probably would have stayed home regardless. But yeah, yeah, right. Um, well, it's uh, I'm yeah. in sunny but Melbourne yeah, that's, right that's now. To do quite often. It, it's not much different uh, down here yep. in Melbourne right now. So um, yeah, obviously we're getting a bit of a change Fair of enough. season now, so we start to move out into um, the better part of the year in in, in relation to performances and. Um, festivals and all those kind of things which is great so looking forward to uh getting your music out there chris it's been a month or two or so i think it's been since you released this album is that correct nothing left just, to lose yeah just over a month yeah yeah so towards the end of july and um and how's uh how's the initial reaction shows been? recently how's yeah it's been really great i've had a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. i've had a, a lot of a lot of positive support from from those that have heard it and you know anyone that's had a listen has has you know told me they've been getting into it and enjoying it, so it's always it's always a, a lovely thing to hear. So yeah, yeah good. How uh, how long's this album been in the in the making for you? On the, obviously on the back of the couple of COVID years, was it was it part of that those days? It, or it feels it, yeah, no, it, it it predates all of that. It was it's kind of it's been this work in progress that I've been tinkering with, and at one point I wasn't even I wasn't even sure I'd even make this record, but. I just persevered ultimately and made it happen. And I'm, you know, had a lot of very influential, supportive friends who were 
heavily involved in ma helping make that happen as well. So I think Fantastic. without them kind of nudging me along, it may, it may not have happened, but I'm glad it did. So, yeah. Absolutely. Grateful to uh, them for that. Yeah. It does definitely help to have that little gentle push sometimes when um, when there's things going on in your life that you may, you know, may have been challenges and you, and you uh, thought, oh, I'm just not going to go there anymore or, um, or it's yeah. not the right time. So. Yeah, no, there was definitely a bit of that. There's been a lot of life change happened between when that started and when now, but, you know, it, um, sure. it, it felt like a project I was um, very much wanting to see the light of day. I just, you know, um, in whatever form it ultimately ended up, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with the end result and, and where it ended up and how how we did it in the end. So, yeah. Beautiful. All right, well, we'll talk about that a little bit more shortly, but uh, let's let's flash back a little bit in your life. Um and get back to your early days and your first kind of distant memories or earliest memories, I should say, of uh, of music for you. What was in what was playing at home and and who was around and who influenced you the most as a young kid? Um, I had I had a kind of musical father who was very influential in my getting into music in the first place. He was a he was a big Neil Young fan, so yeah, that was definitely on the radio in the car or cassettes in the car, um, particularly, I think. So, yeah, um, that that's a very big influential starting point for me, I think, and has continued to still be to this day. I still love, still love listening to Neil and I, you know, I know a lot of people who do. So, yeah. Sure. Uh, have you got an absolute favorite or favorite, uh, Neil Young track or album more importantly? Uh, it fluctuates. I think that, yeah, mid to late seventies. Yeah, that early to, to mid seventies period is pretty, pretty solid. But um, I think I think as a kid, Russ Never Sleeps was the one that probably was my yeah. favorite. Um, yeah. You know, just that, and I, I think I I have a memory of I was pretty young. I remember it was broadcast on TV one night, and I was stayed up watching it. And my parents had fallen asleep in the couch. <laughs> you know, they they went to sleep. I, I was still up watching it, but um, they actually. They actually took me to see Neil Young when I was like five years old. So wow. um, I'd have no, I barely have any memory of it whatsoever, but I know I was there. I have vague recollections of being in the room, but that's about mm -hmm. as much as I can actually remember of it. Yeah. 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 So, it's, uh, so it goes, it goes back. Yeah. It's one of those conversations that everyone says, you know, what was your first concert? Um, I suppose you may not have remembered that one well, but it's not a bad first concert, is it? Yeah, I can't complain with that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The next, the next one was just, a few years later. But. Yeah, okay. So just on that, what what was the first kind of concert you do remember and, and at what age were you? Well, I think the one that followed that was Jimmy Barnes' Barnstorming Tour around yeah, right. the late 80s, early like 88, 88 89, yeah. somewhere in that. Yeah, um, yeah. so I, I remember going to that. I was probably 10 or 11 at best. Um, yeah. I think it was Charlie Sexton, the Choir Boys, and Jimmy Barnes with Diesel in his band, I think, as well. So yeah. I, I have definitely more memories of that particular yeah. concert. Yeah. yeah. And was that was that dragged along uh, with friends and uh, family, or how did that kind of work? Do you remember? It's quite early uh, I, for. I have for a feeling I, my auntie. Yeah, it was just one of those things. My auntie actually took me some. Family friends had two tickets, and then they suddenly couldn't go, and then somehow I ended up going. So yeah, yeah, well, not, not a bad, uh, not a bad yeah. second show if you're uh, if you're looking for a lineup of shows. So 
Um, super. Yeah. Uh, your first um, your first instrument was a guitar, and um, what else has been in your in your kind of music repertoire other than guitar? Sorry, say that again. It was was guitar the first uh, musical instrument for you? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I started playing around about around that age too, around ten or eleven. That was when I first started my first attempts at playing, and I sort of gave up after after a little while, and then came back to it and pretty much played guitar all the way through high school and met a few like-minded mates at school and we kind of had a bit of a school band and did that for a while late in the later years of high school and shortly after so yeah obviously yeah uh, guitar was my starting point obviously covers generally as a kid played in that band yeah yeah, um yeah it was very much the grunge kind of period so we were very much influenced by that that yep. time and um, Nirvana thrown to in. late nineties. Yeah, say again. Bit of Nirvana thrown in. Yeah, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Guns N' Roses and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 cool, absolutely. Um, yeah, but it, was, but it wasn't long after. Yeah, sorry, keep going. No, no, I was going to say it wasn't long after that that I started actually writing though as well it was pretty much towards you know about 17 18 by the time i started really getting stuck into writing my first songs i guess so yeah yeah okay um and just on that what was what was the songwriting kind of process for you as a young kid was it was it just writing some lyrics down and and that's or is it uh did it come from the guitar what was the what was the process that you remember yeah it was a Bit of both at the start. I think it was very much driven by the guitar and I would just, you know, I was obsessed with playing quite a lot back then and up late just noodling and coming up with ideas and somehow I managed to put words to those ideas and that's kind of how I've mostly done it from then on. But um, Yeah, but it's, it's usually driven by playing the guitar and coming up with different, you know, chord progressions and, and riffs and... Sure. Yeah, that's been that's been mostly how I've done it. It changes yeah. every now and then, but but that's that's been most of my process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and your first guitar, what was it? Um. Funnily enough, it's it's in it's in this room. I, I um. I had a uh, an, an, a late eighties metal shred beast guitar that sure. my father accidentally snapped the neck on by treading on it one day and yeah. I quickly upgraded to a, a Gibson Les Paul after that but um yeah I, I happily see the end of that that first guitar it's definitely not <laughs> wouldn't be the sort of thing I'd play these days but um is it yeah, uh the, the Les Paul was thing you've obviously got a, a great collection of guitars behind you there does it uh does it get a place on the wall or does it sit in the corner the first guitar uh, I actually, it, it's been sitting in a, in a, a, um, an attic collecting dust for, for decades. And a friend of mine took some interest in maybe wanting it. I was going to give it to him, but the next so far broken, we can, I don't think it's worth even trying yeah, to right. fix it, but, um, yeah. so I, I, it's it literally only came here a couple of weeks ago. I have, I haven't looked at it in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's funny yeah. that you brought that up, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting, uh, that it sits in the room tonight with us, um, after all that conversation, but it's uh yeah. I speak to a lot of musicians and they talk about guitars and stuff obviously being pivotal 
obviously in their life, but um, also almost like children to them uh, and, and so many good memories and bad memories and um, all sorts of things that, that go along with the world of guitars. So um, what's, your, what's your favourite guitar you play these days? Um, I have a couple of really nice scratches that seem to be my favourites at the moment, but it depends. Yeah. If I'm playing... If I'm playing electric guitar, it's the Gretches, and I have a couple of nice Martin acoustics. Um, <clears throat> one of which was my father's. Um, he passed away a couple of years ago, but I have I have a couple of his guitars that were very yeah. dear to him, and I I now have them in my possession to look after. So absolutely, they're very yeah. very important to me as well. So yeah, incredible asset so to I'll, pass I'll on. Doing my best to take care of them and and yeah, play them and make sure they still keep making music. So. Yeah, it's beautiful to be able to continue that tradition. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. I'm very lucky to have some very nice toys to play with. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. let's talk um, this in, this album in particular. Uh, let's let's just touch on that. Firstly, nothing left to lose. Um, yep. The first song that you considered was kind of 100% finished and in the can. Uh, do you remember? It was a lock, lock yeah. and load. The, the first, uh, are, you are you talking about in terms of writing or in terms of the recording process? Just the, the writing, well, the right, pretty much the whole process. What, what was the one yeah. that was, it came together, that was not necessarily the quickest, but it was the first one finished and you said, right, that one's done. I think the first song in this in this collection was the title track, um, Nothing Left to Lose. That was that was the one, that, that was the catalyst for the whole, the whole project. Um, yeah. I definitely remember writing that first and all the others seem to follow shortly after with the exception of one or two, but um, yeah, that from the get go was a song I felt I was pretty happy with and felt that was going to lead to something bigger. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely so do, that do you kind of get a feeling that it sets the tone for the rest of the record when you do a song like that, or does it, is it more, um, you know what you think is is kind of the right song on the journey you're on at the at the time. I mean, it kind of feels like it. It. it I mean, I, I wouldn't have known this at the time, but it certainly feels like it. That was the case with this particular song. Like it really did sort of set up the whole situation, and I think that's probably why I ended up calling the record that yep. that title as well, because I think that was the the trigger point for everything and. Um, yeah, so that was that was definitely a, a song that I thought was gonna was gonna be a part of a, a bigger project. Um, so yeah, okay. It wasn't the first song I well, in fact, I haven't released it as a single as such, but it, it was definitely the sort of the core of the the whole project and the essence of everything that kind of followed. I think so. Yeah, great, great. All right, well, you've uh, I know you haven't been well this week, but we're we're trying to coax. One song out of you to see if you can uh, see how you feel, um, and feel free if you don't uh, feel sure. up to it as you go. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear some uh, live uh, as a special gift for to to yeah, our fans to have a listen. So, uh, what have you got for us tonight, Chris? Um, I might do a song called "One Day at a Time." Um, I haven't released that as a single, and I haven't played that anywhere on live on 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 the interwebs yet. So, I think. Uh, it's time cool. for it to have a have a go. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Look cool. forward to it.
My hot toddy's gone cold. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, nice, nice final line there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that felt all right. Yeah, it was good. Uh, good. Good to hear. Uh, thanks for doing that for us, especially tonight. Yeah, no um, it's debut uh, on the big wide web. So uh, <laughs> good to get it out there. Hopefully uh, one day you can get it recorded. Is it recorded at all? No, that's, it's on the record, but I'm just saying I haven't, okay. I haven't, um, haven't yep. done it as a single or as a haven't performed it, you know. Okay, beautiful. beautiful. On, yeah, yeah, so. All right. Um, let's talk album covers for two seconds. Uh, and this, obviously, one in particular, this photo uh, and shot. Yep. Who, who took it and, and where was that located? Uh, that is a, well, first answer is uh, Peter Caswell, who is a big part of my band and, and someone I play music with quite regularly now. Um, she took the photos uh, early last year when I first started getting everything sort of in place to to do the record. So we, I, I needed some new photos for promo stuff and for gigs. And so we did a little photo shoot um, at a, a family friend's property, not far from where my parents' place is, um, in the southwest of Sydney near Campbelltown. And they have a beautiful old sleeper train carriage in their yard, in their property that's used as an Airbnb these days. But um, it's set up pretty much like it would have been back in the day. And so we use that as a backdrop for quite a lot of the the shots that I've been using for the the record and for for promo stuff for a while. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the lighting's really cool. That's the backstory to that. Lighting's really cool. It's a nice shot. Yeah, so it's... It was. She took the photo of, through the glass. There was like a couple of layers of the yeah. So it kind of, and the lighting at that particular part of the day was just perfect for for what we did. So yeah, golden hour. Worked out really well. Well these days. Yeah, pretty much was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that be timed perfectly. Mm. Yeah. Um, give us something. Uh, a little fun fact that that uh, anyone playing with you um, or people that come to any of your gigs don't know about you, Chris. What can you give us? Fun fact they don't know about me. <laughs> um, that's that's a good one. Um, they don't know about me. I don't know. Most people know <laughs> a fair bit about me, I would think. But yeah, yeah. Um, after all these years, after all these years, um, I love Lego. <laughs> Still, even as an adult, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. You never grow out Something of it. Something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a quirky fun fact for sure. Absolutely. Quirky fun fact, yeah. Um, and who's your favourite artist at the moment? Who are you, who are you listening to? I know it probably changes weekly or daily, but who is it right now for you? Um, at the moment, I've been listening to... I've been on a bit of a Jason Molina bender thing for a good few years. I... Yeah. I keep finding more and more that I like about that guy. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. But yeah. I kind of missed him when he was around and when he was making music. I, I kind of was a late comer to 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 Songs of Hire and Magnolia Electric Company. But um, yeah, that's someone I've been kind of steadily listening to for quite a while. But, um, okay. Hmm. There you go. Um, and a record a record collector yourself. I've become a bit of a vinyl collector, yes. I mean, I've always had I had a ridiculous amount of CDs. I still have a ridiculous amount of CDs from 
all those years ago. But yeah, I I have a lot of records as well. Um, I I you know, I try and buy. You know, other singer songwriters. If I go to gigs and they're, they're selling records, I definitely, you know, I'm I'm definitely one that will usually be there at the merch stand, making purchases at gigs. So yep. I encourage others to do the same. It's what makes this stuff happen. You know, if, if, yeah. if independent artists don't get supported by people, it's 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 very hard for us to keep keep making the music that we love doing. You know, um, it's a privilege to be able to do that, but it it certainly helps when people are supportive as well and uh, i try to, i try to be supportive as well as a, as an artist myself but um yeah 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 but i definitely um, having having the big physical yeah coming home from a gig and having a record if you know if i don't already have it and i do get it then you know that's always it's always fun and you know sometimes they'll sign it as well while you're there which is always always good so yeah yeah it is absolutely it is um makes it very special for sure and just to have that couple of minute or minute maybe engagement with the artist as well um definitely makes a difference and and to be able to display your art whether it be a photo or or a drawn piece or whatever the case may be uh at actual a decent size back again instead of uh the days of digital now which it is and you're lucky to get a two and a half centimeter um little little uh thing on itunes or something like that so um, exactly yeah thanks for putting it out in vinyl i know it's not cheap to do these days uh to put a vinyl run together it's not but it was kind of one of those things where if, if i'm doing this it, it feels it's like i may never get a chance to do this again who knows you, you know yeah. what happens but yeah. i was like well I, I thought this record was was worthy of it and it was worth putting in the time and effort to make it as good as i could and and you know i haven't really had physical product for a very long time and so i felt well you know i love records i get the feeling that there's still a lot of people out there that are, that are keen to have records and so you know it, it felt like the right the right thing to do so you know i didn't go crazy and order you know bucket loads of them but but i've got a a reasonable amount to nice to sell and you know the old uh yeah the old limited edition hey limited to how many you can exactly. sell exactly so. yeah <laughs> Now, um, you know, I'm grateful cool. for those that have already have already purchased some. So, you know, if you want to get a copy, I'll happily yeah. uh, I'll happily send you one. Hopefully, look it up. ChrisCarpetta.com is where you're heading, um, and we'll make sure that gets organised for you as quick as possible. Um, from Chris, what other uh, any other merch in the range uh, that you do? Have you done teas and things like that before, or you concentrate mainly on the on the hard goods these days? Yep. And the next, the next single, what's uh, what's coming up off this album? Um, sorry, I, I you, it dropped out for a second. There, I missed the question. Yeah, the next, the next single, single that's going to be released off this album. Uh, um, so I kind of did three singles prior to the album, and I'm not sure if I'll actually do another one. I'm, I may still, I may still do so, but I, I'm still deciding on that. But um, yeah, there's now the records out. I think I think that's the main push. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, you've I mean, uh, I've got some new songs. I'm keen to start recording at some point. So you know, you know, I'll, yeah, cool. I'll probably move on to the next project soon enough. But but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not uh, it's not that easy just to keep pumping pumping songs out. Although although during this process, if it's been a lengthy one, uh, there's a lot of artists keen to kind of get this on and 
and get recording again on some new stuff now that we're allowed back in studios again. Yeah, well, that's it. So, I mean, I did a lot of I did a lot of jamming and demoing and stuff during the lockdown periods, and I wrote a few songs, and I've got a few things that I've been tinkering with. But um, you know, uh, if I'm going to do another record at any time, I've still got a few songs that will need finishing. But I've got probably enough to do almost a whole record that's sitting there. That, but I don't know if they all work together as a as a complete thing. Sure. So. Um, some things might be suitable, but um, but even just just the process of recording for me is just a lot of fun, and I really enjoy doing that. So just getting to do that um, yeah. will be pretty cool. So yeah. And how many how happens. many musicians on this particular um, album? How did how did it come together? Is is, is this a long long uh, long term set of in in the band that's been um, current or is no one. In fact, I don't. I didn't really have a band up until up until recently. The, the band has really kind of been formed around the record. I used to yeah, sure. mostly play a lot of solo gigs. Um, I had a I had a brief period where I had a couple of mates up in the mountains who played bass and drums, and uh, we did some gigs back then. But that was quite a while ago now. But um, yeah. but yeah, the band I have currently has pretty much formed around the records. Um, it was produced and recorded by my, my mate Dean Bennison and he played on quite a bit of it, or most, you know, quite a lot of it actually. He and myself did most of the, the actual playing on the record. Um, and then he's he's in the band. His wife Becky, who's a longtime friend of mine as well, and we've played in bands together too. And she did all the backing vocals and some some other parts as well. And so she's in the band. Uh, my good mate Simon Telfer, I've played in bands with him and He's played, but he's playing bass on in the band. But you know, once all that well, that was all done by me or Dean on the record, um, we managed to get Gareth Richards on you know, on board, and he's he's the drummer from Copper Line and the Gin Palace, and so he's an amazing drummer. And yeah. I'd always kind of wanted him to play on the record, but it wasn't possible because of COVID. So in the end, Dean and I did most of that ourselves. In the end, but um, yeah. so he's he's been. Uh, he's been involved as well. And then Peter Caswell, who came on board, she did a couple of backing vocals on the on the tracks um, late on the record, but then she's kind of become a fairly big part of the band as well, and she's doing playing guitar and singing, and we've also brought the fiddle into the band, and it's kind of having a fairly big role as well. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of... It's expanded from from even the record. Um, we've taken it to another level. So, so the um, album launch shows had the six piece band, and it you know sounded amazing. It was a lot of fun to do that with them. Um, yeah, so that was yeah. that was a, sounds, that was a highlight. Uh, sounds pretty special for sure. Where was the where'd you pick for the album launch? So we played uh, we played on the Friday night a couple of weeks ago at the factory floor as part of the factory theatre in Marrickville in Sydney, and then we did a um, another Sunday afternoon show up at the Lincoln Pin in Woiwoi, so on the Central Coast. So it was a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon, and lots awesome. of people came out, and yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and upcoming gigs, Chris. Let's uh, touch on that. And what have you got coming up? in the pipeline yeah i've just got a couple of smaller ones just myself and peter going to do a couple of duo gigs and a couple of weekends um we're doing the bootlegger bar up in katoomba 
Um, so, cause I used to live in the mountains for quite a while and it's been a while since I've played up there. So I'm going to do a little, little bit of a show up there. And then on the Sunday, um, there's a new brewery out in orange, uh, Badlands brewery and, um, going to do a similar thing on the Sunday afternoon out there. So Fantastic. looking forward to that. Cool. And then I'm going to start planning some more shows for the band for later in the year, I think. And, um, Beautiful. Um, and we'll uh, the the any chances of any other states? Um, in um, or for later I'm, in keeping, the year? I'm keeping it open for possible something in Melbourne at some point. Um, yeah. I'm in another Love band it. and we're, we're yeah. possibly going to do some shows down there. And if that happens, I might try and snag something for myself while I'm, while I'm down there. So. Absolutely, pull a little sideshow, yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, see, see what, see what happens with that whole situation. I definitely want to come down to Melbourne at some point. If it's not this year, definitely early in the new year. But um, yeah, I've been wanting to come down to Melbourne and play for a long time. So beautiful. Well, That's uh, definitely on my radar. Yeah, make sure you reach out when you uh, get down here. We'd love to help yeah, promote sure. it and, uh, and get a few people along to one of those gigs for sure. So um, yeah. looking forward to that. Um, for sure. How are you feeling, Chris? Is there any chance of uh, I can hit you up for one more song? What's the chances? How are you feeling? <clears throat> I think it might be a struggle. I can try, but um, that's okay. No problem. Yeah. No, that's yeah. all right. Let's uh, mm. let's save that for round two when we when we talk yeah. about it in the future. Um, that's yeah. all right. I just wanted to see how you're feeling. So yeah, I'm kind of even talking now is kind of getting <laughs> getting harder. So no, no, all good. I would love to have played another song, but yeah, it's just that's um, okay. Yeah, you've, uh, unfortunately, you've the timing of getting the getting getting cold this week wasn't wasn't ideal. But yeah, no, at least it wasn't. wasn't. How how does it feel? Um, and being back out and about uh, these days, playing gigs again, um, uh, on the back of a record, obviously. Um, we had that lockdown for such a long period of time. Not so much for you guys in New South Wales, obviously. But uh, how does it feel to be yeah. back, giving that uh, warmth to the crowd again? It's it's been a strange thing. I, th- I feel like there's something changed definitely since, and I'm not sure it's a good thing. I don't know. It just there's a mm. there was definitely a lot of a lot of stuff happening prior to all that, and I feel like a lot of that has sort of gone away. There's I don't know, the, mm. the scene in Sydney's just a little bit tentative. I'm not, yeah, there's people still going out a lot, but I something's not quite the same. I haven't quite figured it out yet. What what sure what is different but there's there's definitely a different vibe around and we lost a few venues too in that little yeah period that's a too. Point, right? yeah yeah there's been a couple of new ones come on board too so mm. that's always good but um it does feel like a little something is missing there was a bit more i don't know it felt like there was a bit more camaraderie and a bit more support amongst the okay. wider you know musicians network and i don't know it feels it feels a little lacking these days but sure Maybe I'm just reading it different, but yeah. Yeah, possibly, possibly. That's mm. okay. Um, mm. And just a couple more questions, uh, if I can. Um, mm. A local artist uh, up there in Sydney, uh, either upcoming or just a local artist in general that uh, we should be look, looking out for and um, doing some homework and research on. Who have, who have you got for us? Um, am I allowed to pick a band or someone I'm in a band with? Is sure, that- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I also play bass in a band. It's the Bronwyn Ether Band, and I, I think um, I think they're worth 
we're, we're well worth checking out. Um, yeah. I've, I've only been a member for just over a year, so yeah. it's still a new thing for me. Um, but I came to the band as a fan of the band as well, so that was oh. a big part as to why I got involved. Um, I've got enough things to do, but they're good enough that, you know, it, it's worth my it's worth my time and energy to, to be involved and a great bunch of people to play music with, so. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and what's that like? What's the shake-up like after, you know, you know, getting into a new band and, and fitting in, in into a current band? How does that, how does that, you know, kind of chemistry work for you? Well, I mean, it was a case of they had their thing and it was a matter of whether what I, what I could bring to it was going to add something or, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I think it instantly kind of, it worked. There was enough chemistry and I was enjoying what they were working on and, and we've spent most of this year um, working on new material, which we're about to start recording as well. So, and right. I've been very, very much involved in that process. So, you know, it's definitely a, a lot of fun to be involved in that. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, mm. Always. And, uh, it's, and it's good to not be the front man too. That's, that's, that's yeah. the other. Let someone else have a turn at that for a while. I can, I can yeah, step back yeah. and just, you know, I've got my role to play, but I, I'm not the main focus for, for a change. Sure. So Enjoy. I'm quite, Enjoy I'm quite okay music. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just a couple of last ones. Uh, you, your dream venue to play at anywhere can be anywhere in the world. And who would be your uh, support? Oh, anywhere in the world. And who would be your support? Uh, you, know, you can pick anyone as your support. Um, anywhere in the world and anyone as my support. Wow. Big question. Um, it's a big one. Um, uh, Red Rocks? Surely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool venue. Yeah. I, still, I mean, I've still never been there myself. I've, I've, I just dream of actually going to see someone play there, let alone play there myself. But um, yeah, the same about Red Rocks. It would be um, pretty cool. Um, I reckon if someone like Wilco or the War on Drugs or My Morning Jacket, yeah. one of those bands, yeah, they're all they're all bands I really love, and so absolutely any of them. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, and the last question for you tonight, but it's it's kind of got a obviously a couple of parts to it. Is you, the classic question of you hosting a dinner dinner party? Um, it's you and mm-hmm. five other guests at the table. Uh, they can be living or dead. Who mm-hmm. five people be for you right now in your life? Not in, not necessarily in your life, but who would you want to yeah. at the table now? Um, well, we started the night with this, so let's go with Neil Young. Um, because why not? Great start. Um, probably George Orwell, maybe. I reckon he'd be someone interesting. Um, Um, let me think. I feel like I should. This should roll off the tongue, but um, no, it doesn't always. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I reckon Paul Kelly would be a bit of fun. Yeah, definitely. An Australian, Australian element in there. Yeah. Um, 
Bob Hawke, just for just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how many am I up to? Yeah, one more. Oh, one more. Still want to go. Yeah. Oh, guys, hang on. I better pick some feminine feminine energy to the to the process. Um, yeah. My favorite actress would be Sigourney Weaver. So let's throw her in the mix. Just yeah. What a great lineup. Yeah. Thanks. For something thanks for that, Chris. Um, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, look, we understand. Uh, you haven't been that well and the, and the throat's a little bit rusty. So uh, we're going to kind of finish it there if you don't mind, Chris. Um, and we'd love to bring you on good. again at some stage and have another chat um, just in a small dose or whatever you like in relation to bringing on new music or if there's any every, yeah. anytime you ever want to reach out and have a chat, uh, we're always here to talk music and life in general. So uh, Chris Carpetter, um, really appreciate you spending, uh, it's been 45 minutes, mate, so that time ticks along pretty quickly, but really appreciate your time on episode 97 of So What's Been Happening. Um, we look forward to getting out to one of your gigs soon. Um, we'll post some details about your upcoming gigs and the website and where the, where the people can find you. Um, and most importantly, all the best. Uh, awesome. And look forward to getting you, getting to see you out there sometime soon. Excellent. Thanks very much. Appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night, Chris. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you. Well, it was great. Great little chat with uh, Chris Carapetta. Um, we look forward to the next few chats. That was episode 97 of So What's Been Happening. And I'd like to uh, just put up a little thing that really displaying that uh, we've had some fantastic people um, as part of this um, and look forward to many more uh, names to come in the future. Uh, thank you to every one of these people that have spent time with us over the last uh, 97 episodes, which has been pretty much in the making of three, two or three years now. So that's been episode 97. Also, what's been happening, um, feel free next week. We're going to do a couple of shows as well. So we'll get to show 99 pretty quickly and then we'll plan something pretty special for show 100 uh, shortly. So thanks for joining us. Have a good week. Um, get out there and support a band most importantly and support a live venue with live music um, I guarantee you uh, and as Chris said make sure you buy an album most importantly and some merch because it, uh, it does make a difference to a band um, to be able to do that so enjoy the week and we'll see you out there soon <laughs>